I heard they got married and they bought a little place. He worked nights and she worked days and they had two main kids. His old dog and her wandering eyes. Ooh, should have been a fourth crack, but we'll get to that here in a second. Welcome back. Beers Watch Podcast, episode 175. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement. We are recording on a Monday, but you're probably listening either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning or later on in the week because I have got to work Tuesday evening, so we've got a Monday night record. But yes, it's me, J Roll Nation. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, J Roll Nation, The Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, The Beards Watch on Twitter and Instagram, and then also find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and then our YouTube is They See Me Rolling, where you can see our reaction videos, which have taken off. The Niners one's almost at 20,000 views. The Titans one, after less than 24 hours, is almost at 1,000 views. So that is people, people are commenting. People are liking the videos. It's pretty funny. And like I said, I talked about it last week. The goal of the YouTube was to get to 200 subscribers by the end of the year. We matched that with the first Game of Thrones reaction video. They got 245,000 views. And that got us to 200. Now I said, okay, well, if we can get to 250, now we're, we matched through 250. And then all of a sudden, I was like, okay, let's get to 300. We just passed 300 with the San Francisco 49. So maybe we're about to, I think we're at 340 now. We said 350. We might get to 400 by the time of the new year. So we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know if people like the misery of the Panthers losing of us and our pain, but it worked out pretty good. And it, like I said last week, it, it does help that the Niners game, I, had, I started drinking at 11 and the game was at 4. So, people like my <laughs> drunken reactions better. So. But, yes, on top of that, Jeeves, I got a bone to pick with you. Oh, boy. You said you were going to be here yesterday. You went too hard. Duvall saw you Friday night. Yep. Yeah. And then you went too hard Friday and Saturday night, and you couldn't show up for the reaction video. We need know. seats on the couch. I know. What happened? It was... Explain yourself. It was a commence of the Tar Heel loss... And okay. fight nights. You got in a fight? No. Oh. No, UFC fight okay. and boxing. Mm-hmm. They had them all on. They had the UNC game on the big screen at Fox and the Hound. Yep. So I was watching that, and then the manager said, you know, you're getting ready to lose the Tar Heel game. I was like, yeah, I know. One of my buddies that I'm sitting with, he's like, I can pull it up for you. So I finished watching it on the on his phone, so that we lost by like a touchdown, which was... Eh. Yeah. All right, but then the fight, I got we can we really get into not really get into it, but the fight the fight night kind of yeah. happened and all that kind of stuff and people were buying shots. Yeah. And well, you have history with fight nights. That's where you broke your back after a fight night one time, right? <laughs> no, that was after the Miami. No, I thought Carolina that was the Ronda Rousey fight night. Well, it was it was combined. Yeah. Okay. So that was that night. So he's got history. He's got history with fight nights. Still had learned that maybe he should just. Yeah. Take it easy on fight nights. I just nights. watched the fight night at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have it was on it was on ESPN plus or pay per view mm. and there was no cover. You, you don't so, know how to fire stick it? Yeah. I don't have teaching fire stick. Oh, oh, just yeah. to be clear, you're not fighting right now? No, I'm not fighting. <laughs> no, I heard him ask the question, but then I heard a back got broken. So, uh, <laughs> years ago years ago, Jeeves <laughs> no, was three, it was Four years ago. So. Jeeves, is, Jeeves is a big fan. He keeps the light on at Fox and Hound North Lake. 
So he goes up to those fight nights and hangs out, watch a lot of games up there. And yeah. years ago, one fight night after he left, his car tire blew out on him, Ooh. and he hit a ditch, and then he ended up, the car was so crappy, like a metal pole came through the back of the seat, and he broke a lot of vertebrae. I broke back. Uh, 10, 11, and 12 vertebrae. Yeah. Wow. So. But that didn't stop him from going to more fight nights, so yeah. he's back again. Yeah. T- new car, obviously, but... Yeah. Yeah. But... We're here. Okay. You know when the Panthers games are. You know I need seats on the couches. <laughs> yep. Because right as it started yesterday, it was just... Duval on one corner and Jerry on the other because I worked till one, and then yeah. I came in and luckily my parents came in and, and subbed in a little bit, and then my sister was there, and then Sarah came in and we finished it off. But come on, we only got no. eight games left for the Panthers unless we make playoffs. We need seats, we need reaction video. Gotcha. We need you there. All right, be squash and we'll move on. Where yep. can they find you? If you uh, want to be found? Find me on Twitter and Instagram, Jeeves nineteen eighty eight. All right, Duval. Yes, uh, thank you again for having me. Yes, I was here yesterday. Yes. And you know, the sad thing, sad thing now that you think about it, this is kind of like, the, yesterday was like the reverse of San Francisco. More people came, the better we did. I know. Versus San Francisco, the worse we did. Yeah, more people left. More people left. So, and, and people love that comment yeah. on the San Francisco <laughs> video. They're like, oh, I see it. More people just kept disappearing yeah. out of the videos. And more people were like, well, yeah, that's kind of how it works. So. You know, so, but, uh, but if you're looking for me, uh, Twitter, Rod vs. Duvall. Um, Instagram, just Duval. And, and Jeeves, I'll tell you, you know, you said you were coming. Duval at least gave me the heads up. He said, hey, for the Seahawks game, I already got my pop's tickets for his birthday. So he's let me know. I, I got to fill his seat for that game. <laughs> we had already counted on you being there. Yeah. So, all right, we'll move on on that one. Guest, first timer. Kevin was supposed to be here because Kevin, we, we brought him up a couple podcasts ago when Bridget was on, and she got us drunk off of wine and all that kind of good <laughs> stuff. I've known this guy since back, I want to say, middle school, high school, playing baseball. Uh, his name's Alex, but I met him as Crash because back in the day, I'm sure you still do an AAU ball or whatever, you paint all your gear and your helmets and your bags, and your, you had like that, it was uh, the airbrush paint, like a, a helmet, right? Or maybe your catcher's helmet too yeah, or something, yeah. and it was Crash. The stickers, the stickers and yeah. everything, yeah. yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. I was like, who is this Crash guy? Why is his nickname Crash? And then I want to say within the first two to three innings, I've seen you at practice, but nothing, you know, practice is practice. Within the first two or three innings, I want to say you ran into a fence, and then I think a batter ran into you as well going for a fly ball. And I said, now I know why this guy's nickname is Crash. I don't recall that specifically, (laughs) uh, but it could have happened. Okay. To be fair, I don't know exactly why I was given the nickname, but... Uh, Caleb Combs' dad yeah. played for his AAU team. I mean, good gosh, real young. Yeah. And uh, he gave me the nickname Crash. And I I would like to think it's because, you know, I hit the crap out of the ball. Yeah. And that was like the sound the bat made, you know. But, okay. But uh, who knows? I had a lot of collisions that could have uh, contributed to my memory loss. You know? Yeah. I had a lot of people running. Concussions happened. So. Yeah. Okay. So you're not exactly sure the origin. I... Other than I know that he gave it to me, I yeah. Okay, so so you got to go back. And he could have been making fun of me. I have no uh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you don't realize how much like grownups made fun of you as a kid until you get a little older. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like like as you're older now and you're looking down at like kids and stuff, you're like, wow, they probably didn't make were just making fun of me, but it, in a way that was kind of nice, where they didn't like call you a mf or to your face, but it was yeah. it was still like they were making fun of you in a way that yeah. a nickname crash could be like like you said, you're not yeah. necessarily sure. 
was it crack in the bat or was right. it run? Would you just run into a lot of things? And I, I mean, you know, I don't think so. Okay, I, I mean, I don't recall. I think uh, we I mean, I mean some, like I, the only thing I could think is that, okay, since you were a catcher, yeah, a lot of times there were a lot of plays at home plate, yeah. so maybe you were. They were going to crash into you. I don't know if maybe you were get, catching them out. Sometimes they, you may have been a crash dummy, you know, and it was just, could you be know, true too. Could yeah. be, you know, but. And I was, uh, you know, your average tubby redheaded kid, you know, <laughs> and so it was kind of a brick wall back there. So yeah. I'm could sure that's been, probably a lot of collisions, you know. Or crap. I was thinking crash. I was thinking, you know, uh, bricks. Crashing into brick walls, yeah, redheaded yeah, kid. Yeah. If you were stocky. Yeah. All right, so I feel like we'll, we'll, we'll tweet out to Caleb for him to go back and ask his dad to yeah. see if his dad remembers. That was probably That's 20 true. something, 30 something years ago. Yeah. 20, 20, 15, 20 years ago, maybe? I guess I was probably seven or eight, maybe. Yeah, okay, so, so 20 something years yeah. ago. Okay. We'll see if he can he can dig up the if his dad remembers. But all right, so tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. If someone's listening to us, no idea who you are. What would you like them to well, picture you as as they keep listening to the podcast? Other than a wall, which yeah. you probably think I have. <laughs> someone who runs into stuff. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm you know I'm a Charlotte native uh, from this area. Went to Virginia Tech, so big yeah. uh, Virginia Tech sports fan. Um, you know I've lived in a couple different places in Raleigh, uh, obviously in Virginia when I went to school, but yeah. and this is home and uh, came back. I love uh, this area. I love being around friends and family. And, yeah. So yeah, it's just a, it's just a good community. It's where I grew up, and, and it's you know where yeah. I want to be. Okay, and for all the single ladies out there, he has taken recently well, moved in with your sweet thing. Yeah. Okay, so, that's uh, going good. Bought a house a couple months ago. Yeah. Moved nice. in, man. Things have been going real well. Yeah. And, uh, we talked know. a little off the podcast about that, but we'll keep it off the podcast. Everything's <laughs> going great, right? Everything's yeah. Going great. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. We'll, we'll, do, we'll touch our video card. Well, actually, before we get to video card, where can people find you on social media if you want to be found? Uh, I knew you were going to ask me this, so I looked it up because I didn't know. So um, Instagram is uh, McCoy2292. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, AlexMcCoy10. Okay. Uh, so real original there. And, so what, uh, were, was, is your birthday February 2nd, 1992? No. No? Okay. No. Where's the 2292 come I from? I think it just popped up and I thought, oh, I can remember this. Okay. If I had oh, to shut okay. it. Okay. Never, okay. I've never had to say it until now and then I had to look it up before <laughs> yeah. I did. But at least you did. There's a lot of people who, because I noticed when I was looking for a picture to promote. Yeah. You, you only have about seven to eight so, photos on Instagram. Full dis- I am new to Instagram. Okay. So I, was, okay. I don't know why. I was just not on Instagram. Yeah. I, it was just too much to keep up with, I thought. But, yeah. you know, the way of the world. So, yeah. Um, hey, I appreciate you. you adding everything to your story. That's all That's all we ask for when you were doing that. So yeah. you at least got there. But yeah. you only had seven photos, so I picked what I thought looked the best. And I always – I brought this up a couple podcasts. I always feel awkward – Picking photos like when someone's with their significant other and like trying to cut the, the significant other out. Oh yeah. Because then that's always an awkward photo to look at. Like, wait, who'd you cut out? You know what I mean? Like, why is it just this? So then I'm like, so then I just got to the point. I was like, you know what? I'm going to include the the whole picture. And even though the significant other may not be coming on, at least they can get the gist of. So, and you can click on who's tagged. Oh, okay, he's coming on, kind of thing. So well, because you can't always. Uh, cut someone out completely, right? There's always a little evidence, yes. right? A little shoulder, sure, maybe, yeah. or it's you awkwardly just cut off or something. Yes. So, you know, but that's know. the thing, too. Is if I The photo I use, it's like you and your, your girlfriend at a Braves game, mm-hmm. and if I cut her off, even if I put that as the full thing, like, you're going to see a shoulder, or it's just going to be like, 
half the screen's going to be white if I'm trying to like frame right. it up right. Yeah. It just it just wouldn't look right because sure. when you're posing with somebody, you're kind of leaning towards them, and it just it, you might as well just leave the whole the whole pic together no, and just I'm roll with it. it. So she enjoyed it. No. Good, good, okay. What's Twitter? Uh, Alex McCoy ten. Okay. Yeah. And then right. Facebook, Alex Sander McCoy. You know, okay. Full name there. So okay. No crash anywhere. No which crash it, it, it's crazy that that's stuck. I, I really don't know. <laughs> it's, how. it's a great nickname. It's weird. No, I mean, it is. It's like it's just like the baseball community within yeah. you know playing rec ball and AAU and stuff. It's, I, I don't know how it's stuck, but it's there. <laughs> it is. It's there. So bringing up the crash again, we'll go into our burial cart. Uh-huh. We decided Duvall came over yesterday, as we said, for the Panthers game or Sunday for the Panthers game. And as he was about to leave, he was like, hey, you want to do something different beer cart? Sure. I'm always, like we said, we'll try different things. He said, I'll bring some of the rum. I said, all right, I've already got apple cider in the fridge. It'll make a good, get a good spiced rum. And so we, I gave him the autumn punch. If you haven't tried it out there, autumn punch, get you a spiced rum, get you an apple cider. You can heat it up. You can keep it cool. It is one of my favorite fall type of drinks. So we all had about a shot and a half and then... Not all the way to full solo cup, but right to that first brim of the solo cup. Mm-hmm. And chug that. We did the last race that we hadn't done on the YouTube channel, which was Toad's Turnpike. And Duval came home with a victory, but Crash led it. He was first on the third and final lap. And, and then he crashed. <laughs> and got hit by a red shell. And I thought we were going to go, first time a record was going to go 3-64, and 64, but now it is 2-65. and 65. Duval now has 13 wins, three on the YouTube. Jeeves, he's pulling away. I know he is. Jeeves only has 11. Uh, <laughs> Lurs with six. And then Corey Buck. Kevin Bat is now in the three-win range. Um, and then Cheeks, Dylan, Alex, Jack, John Long, and John Allen all have one win. And I'll just say, they were, oh, you were. I have 58 wins, 12, 14 on YouTube. Okay, 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 we'll keep moving on. So who Duval does Duval get to fifteen first or do I get to sixty first? Because we're both two away. That's a that's a that's I think, a, I think a it depends on question. if it's beer or alcohol, because I feel like the liquor is kinda That right there, I can compete with that. <laughs> like that's that's a simple chug, right? Are we yeah. all the, we, you all thought it, it, it was like like, like yeah. surprisingly like it I went know down too smooth. Yes, it did. exactly. Yeah. Dangerous, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because what the third lap was when you said you felt it. So, and, and, and that's where I, look, I had a look ahead game, right? Yeah. So I was already seeing the finish line. I was like, okay, I got this. And then next thing I know, bottom punch, man. Yeah, autumn punch got you. And the toast turnpike's always tricky because as soon as you think you got something, boom, you hit a bus, boom, you hit an 18 wheeler. Yeah. And it slows you down. And then if you get in that cycle of like, you get hit, but then another one comes and hits you, and you just keep right. tumbling and tumbling. But. And then it's kind of hard to really. <laughs> hone in on somebody if you don't see them in your sight because you're just hitting and they could hit the wall. It'll hit a it'll hit an eighteen wheeler. And there's not bus. that many special boxes either. You have to go to the left yeah. to get the special boxes. And so. then you're trying to if you're trying to press in that one it's hard to press because then you end up pressing into another car. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And then a well time so. red shell from you. <laughs> yeah. Got me over the wall <laughs> and, then, yeah. Yeah. and then crash crash. So we'll put we'll put that one up. Who do you think is the fifteen or sixty first? Mm-hmm. But Duvall did bring up, I think we're going to do it for a December podcast, an eggnog. 
Birio Kart. So yeah. Eggy Eggio Kart, maybe I guess, or we could do that. And I'll bring Kart or something I'll bring like that. The Brandy or the Evan Williams and and the mix. Yeah, Jesus has never had eggnog. He's not going to have eggnog until that day of the pod because I think that'll be great content of him having a first sip of that and. Either he's going to throw up everywhere or run us straight to the bathroom, or maybe he'll actually enjoy it. Who knows? But it'll be fantastic. Because that'll be interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and like I said, Jeeves, just be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared. It's, Your it's, first eggnog experience will be a chug. Chug. It'll be ruined forever. I can't yeah. wait to see. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I might have to come back. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little audience built yeah. into that one. So, all right. So, like we said, so just tell everybody... You know, what are you, uh, we talked about before the pod, but like, yeah. kind of what are you doing now? And then we can dive into some Hornet stuff. What, you know, you know, like, you know, what, you went to, like, you brought up a good story. I forgot, I completely forgot. It was, I'm pretty sure it was my junior year in college. We used to go up as a fraternity to Virginia Tech to work the football games. We'd scan tickets to make money to then, like, be able to throw parties back at UNCG and all that stuff. And I, I guess I saw via – was it via Twitter or was it via Facebook or something that I knew you were up – did yeah, I reach I, out to you? I or? Think you must have. Yeah. Uh, I think you just like text me or something. I don't remember because I'm – because I don't think – I don't know if I had your number. So it must have been – Yeah, it might have been. It was I, either Twitter or maybe a Facebook message. Yeah. He, You were a freshman. Yeah. So I was up at VT <laughs> thinking, do I know anybody up here? I hit him up. And he came all the way out to the KDR house. Yeah, I thought I was big time, you know. And what? <laughs> I mean, it was like right after I started. Yeah. I mean, it was. Because we were up there like, yeah, September. Right. Early October, maybe. Really? Yeah. You said it was cold. So it might have yeah. been October. Yeah, it's cold up there for a while. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was relative. I mean, it was during football season. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you hit me up and said, hey, you want to come hang out with you know me and my frat brothers? And I'm thinking, okay, you know, freshman, that's cool. So yeah. I. Little did I know, though, it was like a two-mile walk <laughs> from the dorm, uphill. Yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't know what I was getting into, but uh, no, it was cool. I kind of I, I kind of have flashes of it. I remember you showed up, and did, I think we hung out and played some beer pong, or... I don't, uh, or, I don't think so, no. man. I, freshman, you know... You know, I was I was a good kid. So, uh, so I think maybe you you showed up. I was a little shell shocked. Uh, I think no. I could, I think I, now I think I kind of remember you just kind of like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good, or yeah, whatever. We're just just hanging out. out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was you know, I was underage, right? So, yeah, well, I was too. You know? yeah. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. So, all right, no, I was <laughs> so that thing, I, I you brought that up. I completely forgot about yeah. that. So that you went to VT. I did. Yeah. Graduated with what? So, double major, political science and history. All right. Yeah. And then what did you think you were going to do? Uh, I thought I was going to go to law school. Let's go to, you know, I like to argue. Yeah. So my family and girlfriend can attest to that. Okay. Um, so, I was a big debater, you know, real cool. Yeah. And uh, so, I was thinking about law school. It didn't quite work out. And so, I ended up, uh, I'm in public accounting now. And, okay. Uh, get my master's degree, MBA. I'll be done in a month. Okay. Wow. Uh, not like I'm counting down or anything. <laughs> uh, ready to be done with that. I've been doing that part time. Yeah. While working full time. So. Now, is your job now helping you pay for that? Uh, so the company I was with before was Did, okay. Yeah, and so I I just moved jobs about three months ago. I've been at okay. this company, so uh, this is my last semester. They're not paying for it, but I mean, I just hey, one out of four semesters, or one out of however many semesters, right. eight semesters or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. So, um, how many semesters do you have to take? 16? So, man, I, it, it's going to end four, up six, being about three years. Three, so, okay. Because, you know, I'll mix in like a summer class every now yeah, and then. Yeah. 
Because you still got to work full time. So right. Like, oh, yeah. So yeah. I've like backed it down. You know, it's it's good. It's for working. It's so all online? Or yeah, it's all online. online. You can go to the campus. Which school did you go through? Uh, UNC, or it's uh, Fayetteville State. Fayetteville State, okay. Nice. Through the UNC system. It's yeah. pretty cool. So they have a really good program for working adults. So okay. It's good. So now we need a, a Virginia Tech pennant in here and a Fayetteville State pennant yeah. to hang up in here. Okay. The, Duval, crazy, the crazy thing is, is I Duval's was going to... You see yours over there? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. But the, the crazy thing is, is since you mentioned Fayetteville State, I was going to go there for undergrad. Really? But I decided to go to A&T because they offered me more academic money. Because nice. I was going to go to Fayetteville State to play basketball. Ah. And like that was my choice. But is that then, a, is it D one? D two. D two. Okay. They're in the uh, CIAA. Okay. Yeah. So like that was my choice. But then I was like, you know what? I'll just go to NT. Walk on. After like a, what two years, I was like, the hell with this. I'm just gonna just get my degree. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Fayetteville State was great school. Yeah. Amazing yeah. school. I loved it. I loved it, but like I said, when I went to A and T, it was just like, nah, I can't go to Fayetteville State. So that that's cool. Like I know so once I you visit A and T, you were like, nah, I got it. Yeah, and, and that was the thing. So like a close friend of the family, he was like, he went to A and T, and he was like, listen, I'm gonna have you come visit A and T. I was like, go visit every school you want to visit before. He was like, yeah. visit A and T last. I visited A&T last, and they gave me the tour of my life. And I was like, yeah, I can't, <laughs> can't go anywhere else. You can't turn that down. Yeah, you, you, I couldn't. But, yeah, that, that's great. Like, I know Fayetteville State's a great school, um, and I know they have a great I, – I was going to go there, and I was going to major in business, which I did at A&T. But, but yeah, Fayetteville State's a great school. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It's cool. They're well-connected, right? So, you know, they're with the whole UNC system. So mm-hmm. you could take classes at A&T if you wanted to. ECU, I took mm-hmm. a class there. Um you know, Wilmington, it's cool, you know, it's yeah. huh. University of North Carolina, it's pretty, pretty widespread, right. so. So what, now you get your MBA, what's the next move? Ooh, uh, I'm going to chill for a little while. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be done with school, I can yeah. tell you that. Uh, no, I mean, I, you know, I just got a really uh, great new job. I'm loving it. It's, you know, it's challenging. So what did you, so. what do you, in a, in a day in the life of your gig, <laughs> layman's terms for people who have, like, no idea what accounting and kind of. What would you do? You wake up, brush your teeth, and then you get to the job. What's what's? The... Uh, I just count stuff. No, I'm just kidding. No, that was you know that's the misconception, right? Yeah. And I'm, we're always joking with buddies and stuff from uh, you've seen the other guys, right? Yeah, like Will Ferrell. Mm-hmm. And Joe, he's like, you know, what were you doing when you were 11? He's like, when I was 11, I audited my parents' finances. <laughs> believe me, there was some discrepancies. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of the thing. Like, it's just uh, it changes day to day, but for the most part, I work with businesses, you know, and they need help auditing either, you know, their operations, their finances, okay. that kind of thing. So I'm with a consulting uh, group right now. So we go out, we either help other internal audit groups or if they okay. don't have it, we're there. So I'm not, you know, quote unquote, the bad guy, even though sometimes. Okay. See, so are you almost like a salesman for the company? If like a company doesn't have an auditor. And you can go there and audit their company? So, it, you know, I'm not per se. So there are like, you know, the partners and the principals. They're the ones that sign, you know, they have these contracts and they have these books of businesses that they go out. Uh, I'm just the one that they'll, you know, they'll say, okay, we need someone. You know, they'll talk amongst themselves, get a contract, and then I'm the one that comes in and does the actual auditing. Oh, uh, okay. So okay. you know they're doing the selling and that kind of behind thing. the scenes. Yeah, and that's way above in. me. That's the, you know the you know the big guys and gotcha. they have okay. contracts and stuff. So you know if they need someone to come in and they say you know and they allocate it. All right, you go and audit them. So I mean it's you know it's it's cool. I was with the company. I was just in their internal audit for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, so it's a little bit different now. 
Okay. I like it. Nice. What's well, up? I can tell you because I've I've dealt with internal audit because I work um, I work with compliance, so okay. I got hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. So so I, ugh, I I commend you for being working in accounting and, and audit because what you all do is. Yeah, <laughs> it's you know it's funny though because people ask me all the time they're like political science and history what the, what are you doing in accounting yeah. and it, you know it's just it, it's not how'd you stumble into that I, you got out of school you yeah. thought you were going to law school that yeah. didn't shake out so then you just start applying places and then you know I I started working and I, I realized like all right look I'm gonna have to have more yeah if, you know if I'm gonna have to if I you want to move to where I want to yeah, yeah, yeah right. you know and and that's just kind of how it was so. I was like, you know, let me explore what I can do. I found Fayetteville State. They had a great program. I ended up in audit, you know, and it just it just all worked out. But, I mean, I don't have that background. It's not all math. It's not all, yeah. you know, and that's kind of what I assumed that it was. So, yeah. it was, you know, it was kind of interesting to get out and just kind of put yourself out there. I'm glad I did. So, what's the goal? Goal, man. You know. Well, where do you, like you said, where do you, you said, I have to do more to get where I want to go. Yeah. Where's you want to go? Man, you know, I. To be honest with you, I don't have like a final destination. That's fair. At this I understand point. that. Yeah. Uh, but I just know, like, I just incrementally, I just want to keep getting. Back. Yes, I feel right? you. So you know, I'm there. I'm consulting. You know, eventually, I want to start lead my own projects. Yeah. Kind of, you know, and just keep climbing up. I feel you. Um, so opportunities are here in Charlotte. Is another reason I love being here. And, yeah. So. I feel you on that. It's always funny. Like that question is, "What do you want?" And people ask me that a lot too. Being in TV, what yeah. But sometimes. I think different avenues can open up. And like me, I started out on the production side. Yeah. And all of a sudden, something operations opened up. And it was still a jump up, but it was kind of a jump to a sideways in a different avenue. But it was still working in TV. But it was still doing what I like, but a different kind of thing. But I would have never thought, if you would asked me four years before, I would have never had that answer. Of, it was just more of like the same, same what you said. Not necessarily a finite goal where I want to be, but as long as I'm as long as I'm progressing right. and climbing the ladder, I'm cool with it. Yeah. You know, I don't want to stay stalemated too long, right. but it's also a part of you got a family to take care of. You can't be getting too risky, too crazy because I also got to put food on the table. So, exactly. but no, like I said, I think that's an acceptable answer as long yeah. as you're moving and growing. I think there's nothing wrong with that. So it's like you know the standard interview question is like, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? Yeah, I mean that's for me that's tough to answer. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, like you said, you start at a company, you don't even know potentially what's going to be there. Yep. Yeah. So you just kind of keep work trying to better yourself and yeah, you know, yep. see what you can do. And, and the, I feel like to to add to that, we're in a stage now where we're all still fairly young, late twenties, early thirties. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's always an opportunity to, you know, grow and do mm-hmm. stuff yeah. like that. But I mean, we're at an age where you don't necessarily want to limit yourself right. yeah. because you yeah. want to add as much value as possible. And then the way that certain companies or organizations are now, they're not as loyal to you as yeah. they were when your parents or grandparents yeah. were working there where they could work 30, 40 years with no issue. Where yeah. now, you know, you got to also, you, you got to have your foot in one spot, but then you also want to try and create different ways to where you can say, okay, if this doesn't work out, I can move right here and I can be fine here mm-hmm. or I can do this or I can do that. You know, so I feel like that's that's a great thing. I mean, yeah. just being able to have one have your masters as well, yeah. get your MBA as well, and then you've got accounting and 
audit and all that type of stuff. And trust me, every single company across the country needs somebody to do audit. Yeah. You know, because... <laughs> so, I mean, that was part of the decision, too, yeah. right? It's like, yeah. you know, no one's going to want to pick my brain on history. You know what I mean? So, maybe for another podcast. Maybe for another podcast. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just... Uh, There's a lot of museums out there. Yeah. Okay, so what was your... What's your... Before we dive into Hornets, what's your favorite... What was your favorite history, like... Oh, that's Eros, like yeah, like your thing when when like the teacher was like, "Yo, we're about to talk about this day." You were like, "Yeah, yeah buddy." So you, you want me to get my nerd on? Right yeah, absolutely, now? go ahead, fire it up. Uh, no, so the the area that I liked the most was like American Civil War history. Okay, in that era. And okay, so like that's kind of what I focused on. Uh, a little bit of like the Revolution, American Revolution, but the Civil War era, man, that's just like I yeah. don't know why, uh, but it just. You know, I kind of gravitated to that. I read a lot. I still read on it. Yeah. A lot of historical fiction. I took some some classes at Virginia Tech. There was a professor that, um, you know, he worked for uh, presidential um, uh, candidates and and cabinets and stuff that he was advising them on. He worked on movies, mm-hmm. gods and generals and stuff like so. Uh-huh. Just like I was trying to soak up as much as I could. I don't know. You know, there's a lot of stuff that can be learned from history. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I, I mean. It's you know, you know. Those who don't learn from history are doomed to repeat its mistakes, yeah. right? So it's just like, you know, it was just, it seemed like it was a timely era where a lot of, a lot of things were going on, a lot of divisiveness. And Do you see any history repeating itself man, now? See, I, you know, I was like, man, I got to stay away from it. I mean, to a certain extent, I mean, it, you know, there's a lot of things that, you know, we like to think we've come a long way in, in some respects and in some ways yeah. we have, but I mean, you know, uh, in other ways, you know, we're, we're still yeah. the same, right? There's still... Uh, a division right now, and um, you know it's. Yeah, not, we don't have to get too political. I know. Right? I know. Yeah. Dancing, right? I know. We have it tiptoeing now. I think like, you're right. tiptoeing. You are tiptoeing. People Welcome like to the podcast. Don't ever come back. <laughs> no, 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 no. People, people, you know, I don't know. I don't want you to have people calling you out like, "Hey, why is you tiptoe? Say what you yeah. have to say," kind of thing. No. But that is, you know, it is an interesting time right now. Where I feel like we, it seems like we feel more divided than ever. And I don't know, that could be because of the man that's in charge of the country just saying a lot of different things. Or, you know, there's a lot of different factors going on. And I know we don't get into politics a lot here because we try to just keep it, you know, right. keep yeah. it fun and, and, and easy. But um, The only know. thing I'll say and that a big parallel, I think, to answer your question is that there's just a lot of people away from the moderate, the middle. Yeah. Yes. Just polarized, yes. right? And yeah. I the, think during that time, that's what you saw. Yeah, uh, you know, it was people less in, you know, moderate. Oh, I could lean this way, lean that way, but it was like kind of a hard line approach. Yeah, and 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 that's in my mind a problem. I think, yeah, I think that's troublesome when you have to feel like you have to choose one side every single time. Right. Mm-hmm. When if you can look at both sides and see some right and some side, and some right and wrong on both sides, and realize it's okay to be a little bit of mix of both. You know, right. I don't see there's an issue, but like you said, nowadays it feels like. You, gotta you choose. have to choose. Right. choose. Well, and and you're and you're driven that way, right? And it's and it's set up. And a lot of the papers I wrote and stuff in college too. It was all about you know the way the two party system works, right? Yeah. You, you know, you you're either Republican or Democrat. Or if you don't even use those words, you say you lean a certain way on an issue, you're automatically labeled that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So like I'm a you know I'm not I'm a registered independent. Yeah. Because I don't subscribe to being all in or all out, right? There I, are, I feel you on that too, yeah. You know, yeah. there's certain instances where you can be one or the other. It doesn't mean you're – and it's just – if you label someone that way, and I think that's contributed to the kind of polarization is, yeah. okay, you, you feel this way on a certain issue, then you're that. And yep. You know what? I'm I'm not in that bucket. I yeah. can't be 
yeah. you know, contained like that. So yeah. People are more complex. Yeah. So, I agree. So I'm with you 100%. All right. So we'll get you. I know you're getting a little short. <laughs> Fired up. Here we go. Man. You know you take your hoodie off half of the podcast. So, yeah. All right. So you got the Hornets on. You and Jeeves got together on a text message and decided to wear a black shirt, black shoes, and jeans. Except for you forgot your hat. But y'all are. Yeah. <laughs> Got that. So Hornets-wise, we've kind of gone back with some banner back and forth. Duvall and I actually kind of talked about it after the 1 o'clock games yesterday. You know, it's it's interesting to see this season. The people who were mad that we weren't making the playoffs last year and that we let Kimba go are now mad that we're actually winning games. Yes. And the people who were mad that when we were winning games and we shouldn't be tanking – are now kind of happy, but still are mad that we're not fully tanking all the way and that we actually hit on a draft pick. I'm just completely baffled by this fan base. I don't know if they'll (laughs) ever be happy. And I will say, Michael Jordan has done a lot of wrong things. But it was funny also seeing the fan base who gripped Michael Jordan not say anything about him opening up all those hospitals that he just opened up. (laughs) They ripped him all offseason. He said he's a terrible person, but then they were peep silent when he opened up all these Hospitals for people who are underprivileged and who don't have the money for it. And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. So you just want to be mad when it's okay for you to be making making basketball yeah, decisions. Yes. And that's how it works now. You know, I know, right? Yeah. Social media. Yeah. Is, I know. <laughs> so where, where do you stand? Ooh, loaded question. Um, you know, I'll never question. Well, would you rather talk Hornets or would you rather keep talking independence? No. <laughs> don't worry, I'll bring it full circle. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I will never rip. Jordan for, you know, his philanthropic yeah. uh, nature. I mean, he does that. He volunteers at the holidays. Yeah. I mean, it's just uh, anything I will say about Jordan in regards to this is strictly to basketball decisions. Okay. So I am, um, you know, a diehard Hornets fan. Was there, you know, when they came around early out on Tybola. Yeah. You yeah. know, the old Charlotte Coliseum and stuff. So, I mean, it's, it's great to see him back. I, We've been through a lot with the yes. Bobcats and stuff. So, well, your Twitter profile picture is a Bobcats Man, logo. I, you know, look, and I will say at the end of last season, the way the Kemba thing went down, I wasn't happy. Yeah, you know, okay. Um, we we have a lot of bad contracts right now that we're trying to work through. We have some young talent that we're trying to feel out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I selfishly really wanted Kemba to stay. I still yeah. feel like that was probably the right call. Mm-hmm. He was willing to take less than max money. We lowballed him. I don't think Terry Rozier's the answer. Yep. Long term. Okay. Um, especially for what we're paying him. Um, you know, the thing is, I I, I kind of walk the middle here. And yeah. I'll explain, though. So I don't think tanking is not necessarily the right answer. It could be. It doesn't always work. We so, tried it, and we ended up with a two-pick in Michael K. Gilchrist. Okay. Yep. <laughs> now, <laughs> we can go into conspiracy theories. I was going to say. Yes, yes I can go into that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Anthony Davis should be. Okay. Yes, that's whatever. Very true. You know, yeah. it's you know, and it's just the way the lottery works. Yep. And I get that. It's not guaranteed. Uh, but also, honestly, I think that the purgatory of being a small market team and right on the cusp of the playoffs is even worse than that. And the reason I say that is because. Uh, you don't get a good draft pick. No. You know, you're outside the lottery or you're just a really high lottery he, pick. The, I'll say this. The don't get a good draft pick is kind of it's kind of fool's gold. It's harder to pick a person when you're not picking one through three. Like, right. The, the, the dartboard gets smaller. Yeah. yeah. Because when you're picking one through three, especially this year, you're, 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 cool, you're, you're right. cool with 
if you got Zion, if you got John Morant, or if you got R.J. Barrett, you'd probably be okay. Yeah. I, yeah. You, 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 those guys are probably going to be 15 year guys. Yeah. yeah. After you, pick three, it's all But as we've seen, though, you can get guys at later yeah. positions yeah. if you end up. We had a shot at Donovan Mitchell. P.J. Washington looks like a legit guy. So you can hit him. Mm-hmm. Monk, still up in the air. Yeah. You know, no, we we right. played out at four with Seller MKG. We screwed that up royally. Mm-hmm. We could have traded it for Harden. We could have taken uh, what was it? Because Harrison Barnes or was yeah, it, it was Harrison, Harrison Barnes. Barnes. So, you said Damian Lewis. No, no, he was another draft, right? Yeah. It was uh, Bradley Beal. Yeah, it was Beal. Yeah. So it's we just have. I think we just haven't ran. We just have now. You don't think is that Jordan Biombo over Kimba? As oh, well, well, yeah. those, those Bobcat years. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, I know. Just, I know. Now you, yeah, you know we lost lost files. That yeah. those are lost tapes. Like Rich Joe, I mean, besides like, just Kimba, that's the only one that was right. Yes. Yeah. But I think like that combined with the fact like it being a small market team, we're always going to struggle to sign free agents. Yes. No, it's draft and free agency. Right. Yep. And so that's why I'm saying if you're on the cusp there, I just think it's that much more difficult because yep. we're not a destination even yep. with. Jordan and you know the clout that that brings. Yeah. So you do have to draft those guys, and yeah. I think to a certain extent we've gotten better. Yeah, um, you know our big free agent was Nick Batum a couple years ago, and it really hasn't worked well, out. Big trade, and then yeah, we re-signed. Right, him, yeah, and yeah. he's just been butt you cheeks. Know, we're paying a lot of money. We're still paying a lot for Bismack. I mean, yep. part of that was with the Montreal trade, yeah. yeah, deal. But um, and Bismack's done after this year. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Gilchrist is too, right? No, he's got a player yeah. option. Yeah. He's going to take it. And of course, oh, no, no, wait. It's, no, he took he his player option this year. right? He is done after this year. And I think Marvin took his. Marvin took his this year. Yeah. But Tim's got the other option. Yeah. He'll, he'll opt into like thirty-two yeah. million or something crazy. Yeah. No, it's all about developing young talent. Yeah. And I mean, I like the PJ looks great. Yeah. I I expect Miles Bridges to be pretty good. I like that pick. Uh, I think he's going to get better. Dwayne Bacon looks real good. Uh, Malik, man, I don't know what's going on it's there. Twenty year old, we still know. I mean, I know. The wild thing is, is like you said, Duvall and I talked about it. At least the young guys are playing now. Yeah. The, the issue we had the past couple of years is we were trying to get to the playoffs, and we should have got to the playoffs with the teams, or whatever. And then we failed. But then on top of that, on top of failing, the young guys didn't play. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we didn't know. What so we then we didn't, had. we didn't know what we had. So yes, and I get it. The coach is going to speak. Malik didn't do this. He didn't do that. You don't want the false narrative of giving a young guy minutes if he's not playing Divians, he's not doing that. I get that, but we also got to find out, is he worth the headache that he's causing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so sure. it's it's one of those – and, again, it's hard. And that's the whole thing. of You get an 18-year-old, think about how much you've grown from 18 to 21. Yeah. Eight, like, like you have those players for – you can have them for potentially – I mean, you can have them for 10 years, and they only hit 28. And 28's still young. Yeah. And think that's 10 years, and that seems like 28. Like, you think of any other sport, that's still 28 young. But for yeah. 10 years, you think, wow, you've been somewhere for 10 years. That's a long time. That's yeah. kind of old, you know? So yeah. that's, to me, at least the positive out of this, is I've kind of also embraced the no expectations. We have I've had expectations the past couple of years for the Hornets, and I've, they just broke my heart. Yeah. Now this year... I expect them to lose more than they win, right. but you know what? At least the young guys are playing, yeah. and they're a fun team. Yeah, they've been fun to watch lately. Yeah, uh, last year especially, and the year before. I mean, Devonte Graham too. I mean, it's just yeah. it, it has been fun to watch. 
Uh, I mean, it's a bunch of ever. 18, 19 year olds. It's, like, it's your yeah. favorite college team. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 I think the thing that makes it a little hard as well is because you know how much money is sitting on the bench and not playing. But, and, and it's like, okay, we could have been doing this a little bit sooner and, and kind of figured it out and tried to move some around. But I mean, just knowing we're not going to get those free agents most likely. That's but, that, and that, but that's the thing is in those yeah. some of those prime Bobcat years, even there was a prime Bobcat, but they were trading <laughs> for the Jason Richardson, the Raja Bells, yeah. Boris Diaw before he got super lazy, yeah. you yeah. know, the Steven Jacksons, yeah. and making those. And if you can draft right and make trades, once the, once players get here, they they realize how much they enjoy Charlotte. I think that's yeah. some of those things. Even you talk to people on the Panthers and you stuff like that. Yeah, and like you yeah, said, exactly. people wanted to stay. No, but it was one of those things where it was like. It was time. It was a breakup. It's like a girl you dated in high school. Y'all was meant to be. Whatever was good. Everything was going good. Then you went to college. You broke up for a little bit. You got back together. But then you finally both realized like, it's not the same. It, you know, it's time for us to try a different way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or it's just time to try. And I think it was, if he comes back, would we be even? Would we be any better than we are right now? Uh, I tend to think so. I mean... You know he hasn't had a great start in Boston. Yeah, but I, I see. I see. But would we just trade? But again, would we be just treading water at the eighth seed, ninth seed again? I mean, probably. But I mean, I, I think. And would you? Best, then, but then, wouldn't that be the same? Repeating the same thing we did with these old guys on long contracts. He's going to be thirty, and we would have signed him to a six-year deal. He'd be thirty-six by the end of that, guaranteed money. Let's be honest. He'd probably, I love him, more, he'd be probably making more at 34, 35, and 36 because the further he got into yeah, the contract, yeah. the more he was probably going to be. And, and I love Kimba, but yeah. is he going to be worth $42 million a season at 35 years no. old? Maybe not, but I think the way it got set up, like, you know, the way the it's all structured now, probably not. Yeah. Right? If they had some more money to play with and didn't have some of these contracts sitting on it, then maybe. Yeah. Um, you know, I just. I agree with that, but then they turn around and pay Terry Rozier that money. It's only a three-year deal, though. That's, know, and that's the thing I that just, got me. Everyone I just don't. It's three years, and he's 23, right? I just think he's like a that, yeah. 26 yeah. by the time he's done. So to me, like, I mean, he's not, he's he's not a backup back, He's not a bad know, player. But, but to me, it was a three-year deal <laughs> for a young guy to where it kind of shows you, like, hey, we'll spend money. But... After three, but, but you, but you got to think about—they've done that for a while. They always do that. We'll spend money, like, like what they did with us. Uh, gosh, but see, would you the rather guy that have came from uh, to Indiana, the Pacers? Oh, Lance Stevenson. Oh, yeah. but 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 they did the same thing with Jeremy Lamb though, and then he ended up getting a bigger contract with the Pacers yeah. when they traded for him. Yeah. Then they signed <laughs> yeah. into then they signed into a three-year deal, and like it's a it's a to me, I'd rather have Terry at three years where he we can get out of it in three than Kimba at six. And we're paying him forty five because we're sitting here talking about oh Bielmo's long contract MKG Marvin Wood. That's it. we were gonna be talking like Kimba like that in a couple years because yeah. Kimba's probably got because to me he's probably got three more. Strong to me, years. we broke the cycle, right? The cycle, of the wheel was we're very loyal. We signed all our guys. We were very loyal to Batum, yeah. Marvin Williams, yeah. MKG, yeah. Cody Zeller, Cody Zeller, and we signed all those guys, right? We did, we stayed stagnant. We stayed in the wheel. Eighth, ninth, eighth, ninth. Couldn't couldn't win a playoff series. So yes, as much as the band aid hurt and the scab hurt to pull it off of right. letting Kimba go, and then, yes, the way they did it with the low ball, I think something came out about they didn't expect him to make the All Star or All NBA. So right. that jumped the super max up from like 
what, 160 to 270. Mm-hmm. So then you're looking like, well, sh- like, again. I, we can't give him we that. We can't. Because, yeah. again, we're back in the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. As much as Kimba Mint, he's 30 years old, six-year contract. I hope he plays great. He's an all, you know, a, a, a Hall of Famer, but we would have stayed in the same thing. So then it would have been, okay, we get rid of the – in, the, the MKG, the Marvin. But by the time so we got rid of all those contracts, he'd be 34. Yeah, yeah. So he'd be 33. Yeah. And it's like... I guess my thing is, like, they they have gotten us into that position. Agreed. Right? And yeah, it's agreed. like, yeah. man, I just wish it was different. So yes. Given the circumstances, I think you're right. Yeah. But it's like, man, if we didn't have that dead money yeah, on agreed. these guys, and we could keep them. Because I think, you know, kind of bringing it back, you were talking about uh, loyalty to employers. Yeah. Right. And now NBA contracts are, you know, very short, mm-hmm. a year or two in an option. Um, but I mean, I think that Kemba thing probably didn't play well for Charlotte for other free agents who would be looking to come here. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we're already kind of behind the eight ball in that respect. So I hope that it, but it also casts a negative light. I think it also thinks, imagine if it, what, how much, how different would have been if they had drafted Donovan Mitchell instead of Malik Monk. Because that way he... Kimba would have been easier to exactly, move away from. Yeah. Exactly. Kimba would have been either... Or to re-sign. Because yeah. I think if, yes. Donovan, if Donovan Mitchell... If they draft Donovan Mitchell, they make the playoffs that year. Yeah. Well, and if he has a true two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 True, and that was right. what Donovan Mitchell could right. have been. Yep. And we have an elite defender mm-hmm. that can score. Right. I think we make the playoffs. Maybe we win a series. And then it's more justifiable of paying... Yeah. People, because you're okay. We were just the sixth seed. Now let's try to get to the third or fourth seed or whatever it was. But when you're meddling for what the last two, three years, we couldn't make the playoffs and we didn't win anything. You can't keep justifying. And again, I, like you know, Adam and I got into it what a month or two months ago about this and how it. I just in my mind, we never won a playoff series with Kimba. As great as he was, yeah. it's time to break the cycle. It's time yeah. to break the wheel. He had to go, and he had to like just to end. Because to me, that shows they're doing something different. It's it's not paying. It's not being loyal, which you do want loyalty. But they were loyal to him for a certain extent. Yeah. But now it's time to move on. Try some, like you said, the Rozier thing did make it like head scratch. Like, wait, what? But then I look at it and go, okay, it's kind of a fool's gold. Like, hey, we're trying. But again, it's only a three-year deal. And on all, all honestly, after this year, if it stinks, I'm sure somebody would take a backup point guard for two years left on the contract and trade him away. If it was a five-year deal, then I really would have been like, what the F are right. you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. I think, like, you know, if we're, we're playing this out, because I agree. I, yeah. you know, I see your point. I think if we play it out a couple years, uh, once those contracts are off the books, you know, I, I, the answer to me is draft and develop. That's going to be the biggest thing. And it's, yeah. And, if I mean, it's, and that's the thing. But they've, got, they've got a hit. They've got a hit. Yeah, we got a hit. Now, they've got yeah. a hit. So, it, it looks like PJ. But how else, right? Yeah. What's the other else? I mean. There's not. Know. It's a draft and develop or trades. And that's it. So, if, if PJ's a hit, and then if you can go out and possibly trade some stuff and get more picks. But it's also about getting a little bit lucky. If you end up oh, with the lottery, you end up at the third or the two yeah. or the five or something when you were supposed to be eight or something. Mm-hmm. That can be it's it's a little bit of everything, and, and but you got to hit. That's the biggest thing is hitting. And to me, we haven't hit on our picks is the biggest yeah. sw- swing and miss on the whole escapade. We've only had Kemba. Everybody else, Ameka before at the beginning was good and solid. It's been Ameka and Kemba after that. Ah, yeah, and see that's the thing. Like we hopefully we can see with with Bridges and PJ. Yeah, hopefully they could be some. 
some great players. I mean, yeah. they've shown a lot of flashes. We just need the consistency. And again, yeah. Bridges is only like 19. Exactly. I know. And that's the 18, 19. 19, yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, I'm i a little bit more confident just based off of the last couple of drafts we've had. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like I said, they still got to put it together, mm-hmm. and they're still going to have to figure out what they're going to do. Because, I mean, the, the problem I got is, is right now, um, Batum is hurt. Yeah, and I feel like the best thing for him to do is be on the bench because I prefer to see all these young guys play because I feel yeah. like Batum style of play is gonna ruin the way that the the young guys are playing. They're yeah, fast pace, moving the ball, transition, all that kind of stuff. Batum's not that type of a ball player. No. He's one of those guys that's gonna you know smoothly come down the floor and all that. And I don't want him to kind of mess up the flow because I love watching these young guys play. Yeah. One of the most fun games I have seen recently was the first game this season against yeah. the Bulls. I yes. mean, they were... I mean, of course, they hit a record number of threes. Yes. And that's not going to happen. Yeah. But they were running and gunning and throwing the ball. I mean, it was it was fun. It was fun. And I was thinking, man, if we could even get a little bit of this yeah. with this youth... Yeah. Man, yeah. You know, that's it's going to be, to your point earlier, it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. You know, I, I, if nothing else. So. And that's, like I said... It, the thing that stinks is it feels like they almost have to force some of those guys. MKG, they've sat on the bench and said, okay, you're not yeah. in our plans. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you should have opted out, but if he's smartly, why would you opt out of $14 million guaranteed? Right. Smartly done because he's got to secure his financial future. Sure. But he's not playing. No. Biombo ain't playing at all, even though no. we keep giving up the most points in the paint of all time. And he can shot block a little bit, but he can't score with still, a league. Still yeah. like, he still can't catch basketball. It's wild to me that he looks like he's when, when you see those tall kids in like 7th grade and they, they've never touched a basketball you throw it to them they just bounce off yeah. their hand. Yeah. He's been in the league for almost 10 years now and he still can't catch a basketball. Really? Yeah. He yeah, was, he was yeah. drafting with Yeah. Uh, so you look at that and then you just look at so they've got that so to even set Batum on the bench not even come off the, the, the second team would be tough but I understand what you're saying is because you can't, you can't, you can't sit all that money. On no, you can't. No, so they're gonna, they're gonna bring. Well, especially because Batum has three years left. With the other ones, you know, MKG's done after this year. You know, uh, Marvin. Marvin's done after this year, but he's at least scoring. Yeah, and, and also Marvin understands his role and he understands yes. where he at, where right. he's at in his career. Yeah, he doesn't mind coming off the bench. He doesn't right. mind getting 16, 20. But he also can still somewhat play. Exactly, well, he's averaging double digit points. Yeah. Exactly. Already. I mean, and, it's early. and I'm sure yeah. if, if if a trade offer, if he's playing all right, a trade offer comes around on the deadline. They'll give him up for a late first yeah. or some kind of, you know, mm-hmm. you know, something so he can go to a contender. And that benefits him if he can play. If not, he'll be able to walk. But I think I even saw a report where it said it'd be surprised if he plays him that much longer. Because think about it. He's been playing since he was 18. Since, is he yeah. 35 now? Exactly. Because exactly. Wow. he came That's out right at the first year. I mean, he's, he's made tons of money. I mean, if he's spent, you know, yeah, I'm he, sure he's made the right yeah. investments and everything. So, but. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. It, and, and see, me, I. I was a huge crazy thing is I was a huge Dwayne Bacon fan when mm-hmm. he came out yeah. from Florida State and to see him and now I'm just like I just hope that they continue to kind of just come together cool. and, and develop because like I said he was a second round pick yeah. and you know that I was thinking to myself well maybe this is the first time that they've hit on a second rounder got a couple of first rounders oh they were the second round picks have been atrocious for yeah. a long time man and I mean even the first round picks have been atrocious yeah. outside of Bridges and looking at PJ now, and honestly, when we drafted PJ Washington, 
I didn't think he was good. Nah. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, I was just like, I was, he got yeah, ripped. Was, he got ripped a lot. Yeah, because I, mean, I was just kind like, of in the middle. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, again, it's but, when you're picking at 12, it's throw sticky stuff at the wall well, and what yeah. sticks. I mean, that's yeah. really what it is. Because, like, you're just seeing guys get picked on pure potential because you're picking 18, 19 year olds. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just, you don't know how they're going to react when they get money or how they're going to do by themselves for the first time or mm-hmm. whatever. But he seems to be right now. A pretty good eighteen-year-old yeah. basketball player, and he so. may not be, you know, perennial, you know, first-team all defense or you know anything like that. But if he can withstand, you know, and be a solid eighteen and ten or something yeah. like that, something that we can have consistent at that oh, position, yeah. Yeah. I'm okay with it. He may make one or two All-Star games. I'm okay with it. Yeah, him, and then if you can get Bridges alongside of him that can actually do something similar to that. I'm okay. A team like that that's just contributing is, I mean, that would be great. If you saw all those young guys develop like that. Yeah. Devontae and Miles, Dwayne, yep. and PJ. I mean, that, yeah, it would be great. The young core. It's finally like right. you're putting the young core yeah. together. And, and they, don't have, yeah, they don't have to make an all-star game. No. But, I mean, you know, it's enough to compete in the East, hopefully, down the road. Yeah. I, mean, I don't, the East right now is, yeah. Yeah. And see that all I can do is when I sit back and I reflect, I look at like, like certain teams like the Denver Nuggets who are young, yeah, or like certain teams like that that you can say, okay, well the Hornets may not be similar to that, but they have a lot of young core guys, yeah, some young guys, and it's like if we can get them to come come together, play together, coach them up, and do the right things. I mean, I'm not saying we could be the number one, two, or three seed sure. next year or this year. But if three or four years down the road when they're 22, 23, and they're into their bodies and they've gotten stronger, they've gotten bigger, they've adjusted to the, the game. I mean, a lot of those players that are currently in their primes now, they're on their way out. So then we've got an opportunity to really try to make a lot more noise than we are now. I mean, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I'm with you. I mean, I think it's okay to have some optimism about the future. Yeah. You know? But like I said, I'm at that point where it's like I have no expectations. I don't want to invest too much into it to where it's like I know they're going to lose a lot. And they've told us that, and I'm okay with it. So let's just enjoy what we've got. Mm -hmm. And just at least it's a different – to me, it's a different path. And, yes, we're going to rip Michael Jordan. You don't have to have his trust. But Cupcheck so far has made some pretty decent moves. I Mm -hmm. mean – the Graham pick, the Bridges pick, the P.J. Washington pick, at least to me, getting rid of the Mozgov thing because that had multiple years on it. Yeah, I don't yeah, at least Biombo's wow. done after this year. Yeah. So he's maneuvered some of that, getting rid of Dwight Howard as fast as he needed to because it wasn't going to work with Borrego's system. Yep. You know, so far he's seemed to make moves against the grain of what Cho did. Yes. Where I felt like Cho just kept doubling down on his – okay mistakes and thinking oh no MKG's finally gonna get there when look jumper broke jumper's broke you yeah. know what I'm saying like it, yes he's an elite elite defender but in this day and age NBA he needs four elite def- offensive peoples around him to make him good and what we have like he, he, you can't be a liability scoring anymore you gotta at least be able to score the bucket and he just can't shoot I mean yeah. you can't be a small forward or a power forward and not at least have the threat of shooting a three ball now and see, and see that that's the thing about him. As much as they say he was an elite defender, I didn't see it. I, and then also, he wasn't on the court a lot. No, I mean, no. Just, but what killed me was the one night when Melo dropped like sixty-one on him. He was driving him, but everybody kept talking about him as being elite defender. I'm like, 
I don't know how many elite defenders got 61 dropped on them, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the NBA. But like you know, that. The, the crazy part about it is, is Melo had so much energy because one, Melo wasn't a defender anyway, yeah. and he didn't have to defend MKG. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, true. yeah, it's like okay, I'm gonna go down and just let you whatever you want to do, MKG. If you want to shoot this half broke shot yeah. and all that movement in it, yeah. that's fine, and I'll come back down. And I'll do everything because I got so much energy yeah. that I can exhaust on the offensive end. I don't yeah. have to do anything on the defensive end. Yep. So. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think this is where you're talking about cup check. This is his time. Yeah. Right? When these guys are rolling off, like, you know, we'll really see yes. the moves that he makes in yep. the next couple of years. Can he get rid of some of the expiring contracts? Yeah. What kind of assets can he build up? And if, 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 if he does mean, anything at the trade deadline. It's, but Sean did very little at no, trade deadline. He made a couple moves, but to me it's about – Making smart, not mortgaging too much of your future right. for the now. Mm-hmm. Seeing a little bit like, okay, I don't want to give up two first round picks because we feel like we're from a six to a five seed. You know, not that Cho did that, but just let's see how he maneuvers some of these things. And can he get rid of, you know, if, if Marvin's playing right, sell high? Like, to me, the biggest thing, the biggest whiff on the Kimba thing was. They should, if they knew they were going to let him go, they yes. should have traded him, got something with yeah. him. Exactly. Yeah. I understood half of it was maybe we could work something out. Oh, the All Star game's coming to Charlotte, so let's not get rid of our guy who could be an All Star. But to me, get something worth the value. And you could have at least maybe gotten Cleveland's first round pick the year right. before, something. Especially if you knew you were going to lowball. Yes. I yeah. mean, they knew what they were going to probably yes. offer, so why not try to get something yes. before yep. the deadline? I agree. And, I, you know, they were talking, uh, you know, if I remember correctly, Beal was a big, yeah, you know, he was one out of Washington, and they were thinking, all right, that might be a decent fit. So, damn. But I think that came down to do we really want to give up two first-round picks yeah. to get Beal because then can we keep Kimba? Are Beal and Kimba right. going to be – like, again, is that – or do you want to take a gamble on – I hate giving up first-round pick assets unless you are – Competing for a title. Yeah. Unless you got LeBron yeah. James, Anthony Davis, somebody on the team, and you're getting a Kevin Love in return, a, a Kevin Durant in return, somebody who can elevate you, you know, a Chris Bosh or a, a LeBron in return, sign and trade, I don't think giving up first-round picks is very – or especially if you're picking low 20s. Once, yeah. yeah. It's just something to do, especially for a player where, you know, would Bradley Bill and Kim have been great? Possibly, but with, with the rest of our bench, would have we been able to carry it? I mean, yeah. with, just for a sixth seed to give up two or three first? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't want to end up like the Nets did years ago when they gave up Alden first for KG, KG and, and yeah. Garnett. Or KG and Paul Pierce. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, all right. It is now time for the uh, Warehouse of Steelers. <laughs> Escape 109, and we'll now throw a wine under the bridge notebook there. I should have, I forgot to get the new uh, ad read from her for this week. We'll get another one for her, but I think it's if you go and send her a message and use the Beards Watch 5, you get $5 off your order for wine under the bridge. Alex was telling us how he's not a big wine guy, he has tried some of the wines, and it didn't give him the, 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 the stomach guts, the bubble guts, or the headache. When we he did it, drink we, seven bottles of yeah, wine. We mixed a lot, so it gave us yeah. a little bit of a headache. But it's still—I didn't feel like total butt cheeks the yeah. next day. So it's good stuff. It, it is good stuff. Wine. It's smooth. It's uh, yeah. Shout out Bridget. You yeah, know, really. And we'll have we'll have her back. I think we'll try to get her her twin brother and her back for an episode. Maybe you can join along too in December. It's my best friend. You know, there you go. We're uh, friends since first grade. But you'll so. have to. I think we're going to try to work on getting the wine cans. 
Uh, yeah, the the breast cancer awareness, or just wine cans to do burial cards. Oh gosh, man. so you guys are just constantly pushing the content, audience. baby. Yeah, content, you, content. Gotta, you gotta change it up every now and then. Content, you do. I can't wait to ask this one. Okay, all right. Well, Dan, he found his question fast, but real quick, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, it is a Monday. Whenever you're listening to it, this, these rankings might have changed, but as of now, our pick 'em top ten: Buck in first, Nate in second, Paul Paul's in third. Who I am glad. Taylor Fox's mom, I guess it's her dad, is Paul Paul tagged him in Facebook, so I at least have someone to tag as Paul so Paul now. This dude, this is a 90 like year old 80, dude. 90-year-old dude, yeah. <laughs> Quarters in fourth, Duval, you're in fifth. All favorites is in sixth. That's wild. What? That's an interesting science experiment. If you want to know, all year I've done it, all favorites and all underdogs, just to see every week I, I pick all favorites or all underdogs in two different ones. I just wanted to see how the end of the year, how it all shake out, and somehow all favorites is in sixth. Uh, the winner last year, Tyler Kincaid, the nine-year-old, is in seventh. Kevin's in eighth. Lurz is in ninth. I'm in tenth. Jeeves, you are 26th. Yeah. And then our quick survivor. It's rough. Uh, <laughs> Harley is still the – out of 40 people, Harley is the only one left with a perfect bracket. Sheesh. Everybody – Adam finally lost his first one when Jason went home. Everybody else has lost anywhere between one to three. I want to say the first person who's lost four – is Garrett. So Garrett is has lost four or so. If you finish below Garrett, then you're probably not good at this game, but he's only got two people left. Jeeves, you've got three three people left. Duval, you have got where are you, Duval? You have four left. You lost two. You lost Jason. Jason was your second one. So you've got four left. And I have got four left as well. So that's it. Keep playing. And then again, winners of the pick'em. NFL pick them, get a nice little prize pack. Survivor gets a trophy. They both get trophies, and we could have some wine, wine stuff in there too. It's got warehouse distillery. It's got some. What else is the other one? Uh, Escape one nine passes, and then we also do a. We'll do a March Madness comes around again, and then Survivor comes around next year. So, all right, what's your question? Okay, I feel like this is a topical one here. All right. So, would you continue to drink if you got a hangover after the first drink? Is there a name next to it? Paris. Oh, Paris. Well, it's been a while since she's been on. Congrats on her. She just had a baby about a month ago. Oh, and Buck, Buck, congrats to Buck. He just got married too. So would you continue to drink if you got a hangover after the first drink? So, you know, can I ask for a point of clarification? Sure. Go ahead. They're saying like, you know, after you have your first drink ever, Obviously, maybe multiple. You get a hangover. Are you going to continue to do it after that, or is it saying like, one you drink, one drink, you and then you get a hangover? I mean, if it's, it's if, you, just, if you have one drink and get a hangover, if you don't get drunk, then absolutely you're going to stop drinking, right? Yeah. I don't mean because if you don't get to feel the benefits of actually like getting like to, to me, the whole point of like but getting drunk is getting tipsy and having a good time, right? So maybe this is saying you know you only need one drink to get that way. Right, if you're hungover yes. after one drink, drink. maybe you, you just get drunk. You know, get one drink. then absolutely. Then I mean, we. I mean, yeah. Then yeah. If you get yeah. drunk after one drink and you get you hangover, don't need to drink anymore. Yeah, you'll stop, yeah. but you'll still drink though. You'll keep drinking, right? Yeah. Have one drink and you're done for the night. But so you is that, is that what that question is asking? But you would be drunk. See, that's how I'm. T- I'm trying to interpret. We're saying, it. Yeah, yeah, I think I that's. Know. I think that's how it's kind of saying. So you, it would only take you one drink to get drunk, and you have you, a, and you have a hangover. Yeah, no, you would yeah. get a hangover after you had that one drink. Yeah. But you would still benefit from I'm being drunk. I'm just assuming you probably enjoyed the night before if you were hungover. Here's how I'll break it down. 
if you get drunk after the one drink, mm-hmm. but so you get the benefits of being drunk and all that good stuff, <laughs> right? <laughs> no. benefits of Cutting loose. I just want you to, you know, detail. Playing video card, yeah. you know, okay, all that kind okay, of benefits, right, right. you know. Then obviously you're going to drink again. But if you have one drink, like we did, we've had two drinks. We we chugged a autumn punch and then we drank one beer for the podcast. If after, let's just say after one beer or one autumn punch, you don't get drunk, but you get a hangover, yeah. then why would you, you ever drink again? Drink again. Nice. It sounds terrible. Yeah. The whole point of like almost drinking sometimes is just to catch the buzz and let loose yeah. and let inhibitions go and yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you. Are we kind of? Because the hangover kinda, is like that's that's the, that's worst, the worst part. part. Yeah, yeah, it is the worst part. Yeah. That's not what you do. It. No. It's just uh, you know a, a symptom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Well, give that a check. You can add a question in there. Add your name next to it. And yeah. On that note, we'll sign out. Any final thoughts you got? No. Thanks for having me on. I you know I appreciate you guys welcoming me in. I know. <laughs> It's not easy doing content every week, so you do a good job. And appreciate it. It was good. Good and smooth. Appreciate you working with the schedule. Now, wait. Did you go to Vegas already? Yeah, I just got back from Vegas. Okay. Yeah, so let's so. – I, I meant to bring this – okay. Oh, okay. So went to Vegas. Give us a quick synopsis. What do you think? Oh, What's your yeah. breakdown? Yeah. First, How long did you go? Uh, I was there four days. Damn. That's, that's too long. So uh, – <laughs> Or was it five days? See? Vegas. See, Vegas, no, yeah. It was good. So I'm with my girlfriend. We went out there. Uh, I mean, it's an interesting place. Yes, I, it is. I will, you know, I didn't uh, come back rich. Didn't come back broke. It's yep. okay. Lost a little bit of money playing craps. Won some back at the sports book. Yep. So that was good. Well, did you lay any big bets down? Like, your favorite teams winning championships? No, I didn't lay any futures. I laid two bets and won both. I took uh, the Clippers were playing the Lakers, and they were uh, minus one. Uh, so that was great. They won by like 20-something. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I took the Packers over the Chiefs. The Packers were minus five. Okay. I had to sweat that one out a little bit. Yeah. A lot more, but it kind of brought me back. So okay. It was good. It was interesting place. lot to do. I uh, wish I had a lot more money. That'd be yeah. fun to go out there and blow yes. it. Yes. Uh, I went to Fremont Street. Okay. It was like old Vegas. Yes. We did that as well. Uh, man, that was, that, that was awesome. I call, I've ever that's seen. Myrtle Beach on steroids. It's funny you say that. Seriously. I said that to my girl. I said, this is if Myrtle Beach, like, it, it this is. is, yeah. It's was the culmination it of Vegas and Myrtle Beach. Was, was, was like New York City? It's, it's Did you just say North- inlet? Inlet, yeah. Inlet. That, that's a word just kind of say, like, if there's water, body of water, yeah. inlet. I know so, what you're saying. Is it, if, it's, it was, if it was. It's just north of the just street. north of the street. It's like, oh, okay. it's, it's old Vegas. It's where the, the Pawn Star shop is. It's yeah, exactly. So oh, okay. They like the Golden Nugget yeah. Casino. So I, I think it was combined with there was a Halloween themed bar crawl there. Yeah. So. And it's also where. Everybody was out. Where if, if you want to learn how to kind of gamble, like old Vegas, you can do like minimum on a table is like yeah. a buck or five bucks. Yeah. As opposed to when you go to like New Vegas or the the bigger strip now, it's like twenty buck minimums. Whoa! So if you don't know what you're doing, you can lose your money a lot faster. Whereas Old Vegas, you can kind of learn the ropes, and they're not they're still serious, but you can go up and have no idea, and no one's gonna be like, "What the f- are you doing, man? Like we're trying to we're laying big racks down." Like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. people are a little more lenient, and they're it's not as like you said, you can play five buck blackjack as opposed to twenty buck blackjack or fifty buck. Gotcha. You can learn you know learn kind of some of the stuff, but. You just the scenery is is wild. It is wild. I, I say that's one of the, we went for a bachelor party, stayed for three days, way too much. Yeah, I think we did like 
we were beat. But it's wild. Vegas is – there's so much to do, but you don't want to be there that long because I feel like each trip you got to do something different. Like you hit the strip one trip, then maybe you go see the dam. Yeah. Then maybe you go do something else because there's just so much going on and there's just so many lights and so much like your brain just starts frying yeah, out. And then you realize when you stay up till 4 a.m., it's 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. on the East Coast, and you're like, what am I doing? But I just feel like I should stay up because it's Vegas, and you look out there, and there's lights everywhere, and people are everywhere. There's people talking about Jesus. There's people talking about hell. There's people (laughs) – there's prostitutes coming up to you. There's NFL football on at 10 o'clock in the morning. morning. You can bet on anything. You can can, – the weirdest thing was cracking a beer, drinking, like walking on the sidewalk. You can – no open container. Yeah, I thought that. I, I still felt weird about yes. that. Right, I had a drink and I was still like, "Should I?" You thought like, really? Yeah, and people will talk to you. There's people walking oh. around in g strings, titties is out. Like, it's just a crazy, crazy place. I'd be fine never going back. In, yes, in short. No, you know what I mean. I'm yes. glad I went. Right, so, so it just need, you just need one trip and that was it. Yes. I think so. Yeah, I mean, like I said, unless I just had like a bunch of money, yes, you know, either wasn't mine or I just you know had so much I didn't know what to do with and yep. I could just gamble for fun. It'd be yep. great. Otherwise, don't, you're, don't you're just care. losing a lot of money. I did go to In and Out Burger twice. Yeah, overrated. It was worth it. Really overrated. Fries, fries, fries were trash. Burger was just because I'm from the West Coast, so I, I had In and Out my whole life. So overrated. Cookout blows out of the water. It's half the price. No, I mean, listen. There's no comparison. Cookout, yeah. so many options, right? Yeah. Of course, you go to In and Out. There's only a few. A couple animal stuff. Here's, here's what I saw. If shit. you got to cover your fries and shit, they trash. I mean, if you gotta so say no to fr- they they do their fries what is it animal style yeah. or whatever and they gotta cover it in all this chili and stuff like, you don't have you don't have you don't to have to like but that. you have to because if you know. don't the fries are just like string fries that are in, in three and a half seconds they get cold and they taste like butt cheeks they're terrible they all their food all in that food gets it gets so cold so fast man I didn't realize I started something here bro it's, it's 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 so overrated me and cheeks went we were, was good we were drunk as shit we went there. And I sat down there. And, and that's like the best drunk. way to rate that's something. Because like, if you drink cookout drunk as shit, yeah. it's totally different. It's the best thing on the planet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we went there. We sat down. And like, Cheeks didn't say nothing. Because he wanted, he wanted to have no bias opinion. We sat there. We ate our burgers. We had our fries. And I had it. I was like, well, what do we need to get? We got it all set up. We got the burger, animal style, this, that, and the third. Got the. I had them. And then after I started eating he was like, so what would you think? I said, fries are already cold. They just like regular joints. Like it does nothing blew me away. Burger was a burger. It it, it wasn't. It didn't have that southern grease in it. Okay. Yeah. You know what if you're comparing it to cookout, look. Automatically it wins because you can get a quesadilla and a chicken wrap as a sub. Yes. yes. But I also over. but yes. I also yes. over. Yes. 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 But I also take or onion rings. I'll take five guys. Nuggets. I'll Whatever. take I'll take yeah. five guys over in and out. Ooh. The price. No, the price that guy's expensive though. That's five guys are expensive. But but it's the taste in five guys. Dwarfs, fucking swallows it whole in and out taste. Balling on a budget over here, man. I know. I'm with you. I don't go to Five Guys a lot. I'm just saying I, I on, taste, like on taste alone, Five Guys it still tastes better to me than In-N-Out. I think it was like the novelty, right, of being out there. Absolutely. I tried it. I'm, I'm glad I did it. Yeah. But it just to me, I think for what people were talking about, like it just to me, it just it's overhyped. I think it's one of those things where if you grew up on the West Coast. Yeah. That's all you had. If you like trash food, that's trash. You just pose the trash. You come out here to the South and you go, ooh, look at all these options. They got the Southern Grease, the flavor, the taste. I just think it's overrated. And I'm pretty sure people that are on the West Coast that come out this way, 
They love cookout. I'm sure they'd be blown away with all the flavors we put cookout in. Cookout will change your life. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. You know, I can get on board with that. But yeah, Vegas, you do it. Fries and a ranch chicken wrap. Yeah. You, <laughs> Vegas, you do it. I think you do it once. If you do it twice, you're either going to a bachelor party or something. Yeah. But I've done it. I'd like to go with my wife, but I also like to, you got to have a little bit of expendable income. Yeah. Because sure. there is, just to be able to have a little bit of fun, fun. To, to, okay. to throw a 20 down on something like well, slot every, machine. Everything throw, costs. Everything, you know? yeah. It's all and the drink, and, and like you said, you go to a bar, it's pretty pricey. Yeah. You might as well, it's better just to go to a CVS or a Walgreens, buy a case of beer, put it in your book bag, a cooler book bag, and walk around because you can crack them wherever. So you can walk them. So. Yes. You can go get a bottle Pour that in your McDonald's cup or your In-N-Out cup with soda. Bring your soda around and just walk around with that. So I would really just be doing well with just bringing my hydration pack like I did yes. at yes. A&T. Just, yes. just put it yeah. all my shit, whatever Because you're going to pay at least probably 15 bucks for a liquor drink. I mean, now, I if you go gambling, like, they'll, they'll give you stuff. But, right. again, you're not. they're not going to be like you're going to get one every 20 minutes. So it's not if like – If you're spending more money at the tables, they're going to be there quicker. Yeah. If you're just kind of, you know, $5 minimum but again, like me – they're not coming yeah. around so often. You and know? you think they're free, but in all reality, you're losing money at the table. Oh, yeah. So you are paying for them in, in, in your <laughs> mind. You go to a bar, get a Bud Light. They're like, that'll be nine bucks. <laughs> yeah, bottle. No, sir. Thank you. No, we went to the shoe show, to the titty bar, and a Bud Light was $15. Mm. No, wait. Was it 15 or was it $30? For one? Yeah. It was, it was somebody got six Bud Lights. I didn't go there. Somebody got six Bud Lights, and it was $100 for just a six-pack of Bud Lights. So, that's... so they were like $30, $35 for a Bud Light. It's, that's insane. Yeah. I yeah. And I was like, what? We just – yeah, so that's what it is. It's money. It's money. money. The CBS, they got a case. Yeah, oh, we trust me. We know. We, we were out of there quick. We were out of there quick. Yeah, so. Yeah, what's $100 divided by six, Jeeves? Right – it's like sixteen dollars yeah. and some change. Sixteen dollars, seventeen dollars Bud Light. That's right. Yeah, because six times seventeen is no Seventeen dollars Bud Light. Because then I'll tell you, you pay a tip. And we were like, "What?" And like we were telling the guy, "We'll pay him." He's like, "No, nah, I got it." He was just like being nice and paying for the whole yeah. thing. And we drank our beers, washed, and then on top of that, we paid a fifty dollars cover. Mm. See, that's, you gotta have money. Yes, yes, you gotta have money. You gotta have money. So. That's it. But it's, it's you know, glad it's you worth went. it once. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Think about the money you lose. We, we did do a free juice bet. We all threw $50 and Panthers win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And we end up kicking out. We end up winning three grand a piece if that kicks out. Okay. So, so, we'll see. We're still kind of alive. I, I don't know. I was going to bet the uh, Hornets uh, over under win total. Should have done that. Uh, yeah. It was yeah. like 23. Oh, that's easy over. Oh. Yeah, it's easy over 30. John. Yeah. It's easy over 30. That's what he wanted to. Uh, I what have was, a friendly bet with my buddy. What then. would it have been? What was the, was it like? Uh, I don't know what the odds were. They're weird about taking those type of bets. They'll yeah. take futures to like win the championship. Yeah. But like you have to do the online deal for, ah, for like that. win totals and those kind of okay. different things. So I wanted to take it because I'm thinking, yeah, they could definitely win that. Yeah. But, I got a bet with my buddy uh, over 10 wins. So I think oh, that's already yeah, three. So three, yeah. Good. yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming on. Of course. Hey, we'll have, me, have you nice back. Yeah. You, can get, you can dive into your political debates. No. Nah, I'm just I'll, kidding. I'll say that for uh, another time. <laughs> all right. Duval, what do we say? Peace. Yeah, somebody-